Welcome to ALC Pan-African Radio's Education Program. The Education Program is a radio production by African Leadership Center Fellows based at the Center, where they analyze diverse issues on peace and security in Africa. South Sudan, the world's youngest nation, works towards a permanent constitution and its first ever election in December 2024, women's participation at all levels of this process is paramount. The conflict that erupted in 2013, two years after independence and continued until 2016, affected women and girls disproportionately. Despite this, and despite making up nearly half the population, women and girls have been excluded from participating in the nation-building process. Catherine Vitaliano, a fellow at the African Leadership Center from South Sudan with an interest in governance issues, looks at why South Sudanese women must seize the constitutional moment in their country. South Sudan history of constitution making tell a story of an inclusive and elite-driven process detached from citizen aspiration, resulting in a limited ownership and implementation. To ensure legitimacy for the new constitution, it is critical to include intergenerational women. Inclusion will bring valuable skill and experience essential for achieving sustainable peace and addressing the specific needs and concerns of women and girls. The conflict in South Sudan began in December 2013 as a political rivalry between President Salva Kiir and the current first vice president, Riyak Mashar. It shifted rapidly to a full-fledged violence between the Dinka ethnic group to which Kiir belongs and the newer ethnic group to which Mashar belongs. The Intergovernmental Authority on Development, IGAD, mediated a truce between the warring parties resulted in the signing of the agreement on the resolution of the conflict in the Republic of South Sudan in August 2015. Despite this agreement, violent conflict erupted again in July 2016 between the major parties. In 2017, the international community intervened again and facilitated the high-level revitalization forum, a process that resulted in the revitalized agreement. The prolonged conflict from 2013 to 2016 has multiple underlying causes and it devastated the country, leading to humanitarian crisis, socioeconomic destruction, political instability, and widespread of human rights abuses. Women and girls have suffered great physical and psychological trauma due to the conflict. Reports on human rights by the United Nations have highlighted widespread of sexual violence against women and girls in South Sudan. A UNICEF report stated that one out of four reported cases of conflict-related sexual violence is a child. Yet the resilience and strength of South Sudanese women is demonstrated by a sense of agency throughout the conflict as a stakeholders in formal and informal peace-building process. Through organized women groups, coalition, and political parties, they brought unique perspective and strategy to peace negotiation, and their involvement led to an inclusive peace agreement, which is the RRCs. Some of the most notable gains South Sudanese women have made include the allocation of more seats to women in various implementing mechanisms of the RRCs. 
through a 35% women quota and a post for a female vice president, devolution of power to lower levels of governance, a provision on protection of women, children, and people with social need, and accountability, justice, reparation for war crime, including sexual violence. Beyond tokenism, women participation in rebuilding South Sudan. Article 16 of the Transitional Constitution of the Republic of South Sudan is stipulate the right of women. Article 16.4a provides for 35% affirmative action intended to enhance women participation and representation in public life. The country has also acceded to international conventions such as the United Nations Security Council Resolution 1325 the Convention on Elimination of All Forms of Discrimination Against Women, CEDAW, and recently the Protocol to the African Charter on Human People Rights on the Rights of Women in Africa, also known as Maputo Protocol. Despite making this commitment, women's representation and the inclusion of women's views and voices have largely been neglected. The state building and peace building process in South Sudan instead mimic a liberal approach, prioritizing stability over demand for an equitable society and participatory governance. Women in South Sudan remain underrepresented in leadership position or are given tokenism seat, often at the periphery of national discourse. There has been a limited accountability on implementation of affirmative action at all levels of government. Such drawbacks frustrate the strike make towards women emancipation and empowerment. The unique experience of women and girls during conflict positioned them to best articulate and co-create the post-conflict environment, ensuring women inclusion in the South Sudan constitution-making process can promote gender equality, diversity, women political participation, the rule of law and peace and stability. These outcomes are vital for building more just, equitable, and peaceful society. Many barriers prevent women participation in the constitution-making and nation-building process, including the hostility in decision-making space, patriarchal attitude, high level of illiteracy, and little to no intergenerational dialogue. An increase in quota is not sufficient to achieve gender equality. Therefore, South Sudanese women should seize the constitutional moment as a key entry point to negotiate constitutional texts that will facilitate and safeguard the implementation of 35% affirmative action, institutionalizing gains made in the peace agreement and ensure incorporation of protection for women and girls. South Sudanese women must evaluate their gains so far and fast track their progress. It is crucial to re-strategize beyond political affiliation and collaborate to influence process more effectively. One method is to capitalize on younger women's expertise. This can lead to an exchange of intergenerational knowledge and build a critical mass to advocate for women inclusion. Robust engagement in civic education and participation is also essential. Women issues should not be kept separate from national building process as stated in Article 16 of the amended Transitional Constitution 2011, women participation shall be in public life. Hence, their voices should be heard meaningfully in all decision-making process. By doing this, South Sudanese women can seize the constitutional moment and create a better future for themselves and future generations.
Catherine Vitaliano, a fellow at the African Leadership Center from South Sudan with an interest in governance issues. Thank you for listening to ALC Pan-African Radio Education Program. For feedback on this and other programs, please visit our website at www.alcafricanradio.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Radio ALC and on Facebook, ALC Radio, numeral number one.